Welcome forward now. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson, here on KBLA Talk 1580. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. You know, the further we get away from the pandemic, the more I am reminded that we need to learn the rules of living beyond 2020. I think it was such a disruption uh, to the extent that folks are still trying to figure out how to maneuver, how to pivot, how to uh, uh, manipulate in a good way uh, the opportunities that are available to us today so that we can continue to uh, thrive. I say if you made it out of 2020 and you survived, then now is your time to thrive. So joining me here on the Millionaire's Roundtable, um, I have a wonderful, wonderful uh, woman. She is uh, a real estate uh, broker. She is a real estate expert. She is an entrepreneur in every single way you can imagine. She is also a diamond member of New Wealth University, and she is taking every class uh, known to humankind <laughs> in order to help herself and others. And uh, without further ado, uh, I would like to welcome to the roundtable Mrs. Ophelia Schultz. Miss Ophelia, welcome to the roundtable. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Yes, yes. I am so excited. And uh, you are. Oh, I did not uh, share with our listeners that um, in addition to all of that, and we'll talk about all the things that you do, uh, but you are also one of the co-authors for our book, Beyond 2020 Life and Business Lessons on Thriving Amidst a Pandemic. And um, one of the things that you said in your opening Uh, You say this, you say, what will life and business look like beyond 2020? This pandemic has already made history for the world, especially within America. Life as we knew it will never be the same as it was prior to the 2020 new year. The children too young to realize the changes in how we live and do business will only read about what the world used to be like pre-pandemic. Everyone will be recounting the effects and how they survived this pandemic in their own family's history book. One of the things that you say, and I'm going to jump down, you say to thrive amidst the pandemic, everybody must adjust to our new normal and more importantly, create their own personal normal. And I know for you, Ophelia, that that Uh, means continuing to evolve as an entrepreneur. Can you tell us how did you get started on your journey as an entrepreneur? Oh, yes, for sure. My my journey started out um, not so much as me wanting to become an entrepreneur, but seeing the need even back then to evolve. Um, I, I was from Colorado Springs and I married uh, military. My husband, Gregory Schultz, married him and ended up in Hinesville, Georgia. Um, I just graduated from uh, electronics and electronics assembly because that's the way the world was going at that time. And that's where the money was at. And as soon as I got to Georgia, I found the, the closest thing to electronics was a mom and pop TV shop. So I ended up taking a job as at McDonald's 
and just to make some extra money. And I knew then that I really needed a career that I could take anywhere my husband went. Um, and I, before I'd gotten married, I'd been doing hair on the side and things like that. My mother was a cosmetologist, so I knew that that was the way for me. I loved doing hair. I loved the science of hair. I loved everything about that. So that was my first um, decision was to uh, get my cosmetology license and kind of start a career where I could do hair no matter where I was in the world. Wow. Um, yeah. That, yeah. So, so, you know, that that's kind of like, I think what folks wound up having to figure out at the start of the pandemic is how you're going to be able to do the, the work that you do um, either a from anywhere in the world or b during any kind of situation. And we know that the restaurant industry uh, those restaurants that were able to survive were those restaurants that were able to then go to, you know, take out curbside pickup and those restaurants that were still reliant upon people coming inside to sit down and dine. Um, you know, unfortunately had a, a much tougher time. So it sounds like what you did um, is, is something that you started well before the pandemic because you knew that you had to be able to um, earn money or if you whether you had to or not, you wanted to. And you wanted to be able to do it independent of what was happening with moving and a career. So so I think that that positions you very well um, to talk to us about all of the things that you've done, because You've done quite a bit. Um, I would say, you know, starting off with real estate, because I think folks are realizing with the change in the stock market, inflation and everything that's happening in the economy, gas prices, that real estate still is the foundation for building wealth. How did you choose real estate as a career specifically? Yes. Um, what, while, while I was a cosmetologist, I, I chose to, to take all areas of that profession just in case there was one day I couldn't stand behind the chair. But what I didn't realize is that one day I would come down with arthritis. So I started exploring real estate well before that when my husband and I purchased our home, first home. Um, we, I just watched the deal happen and watched the deal come together and I knew I wanted to invest in real estate. Um, because I didn't believe things could even be done. I didn't even think that was legal. I thought we were doing something illegal because we got down payment assistance. We got, you know, um, got seller to play closing costs and things. And I was just amazed. So I wanted to invest in real estate, but I figured the best way would be to, you know, purchase more real estate. On our second purchase, we ran into a lot of racism. A lot of, in every way, ageism, you, we were young, um, they were taking us to different areas and things like that that we didn't want to be in. And so I figured if it was that difficult for my husband and I, as well qualified as we were, to purchase a home, how difficult is it for so many other, you know, disadvantaged, um, low-income Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what? This We've got to hear more of this. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. More of the Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Be heard. 
forward. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now. And it is still our season to win. And we are talking about uh, thriving beyond 2020 life and business lessons on thriving amidst the pandemic. And uh, Ophelia Scholes is with us. Ophelia, you uh, started out your real estate career out again out of necessity. <laughs> One, yes. the move from uh, being a hairstylist and facing arthritis, and then two, buying your home and facing all of the discrimination. And I mean, I'm listening to you, and I'm quite frankly shocked because you said you experienced ageism. I, I would say you experienced blackism. You you probably experienced sexism, like. All of it. And, and, and that and that was not being too old. It was being too young. And I think at the end of the day, you know, our color and gender, unfortunately, um, give, you know, those who wish to discriminate and take the power. It, it all it gives them a basically a blank check of, of how they're going to write out the discrimination. So you were going through this. And, and, and then what happened? So, so when I decided to get my real estate license, I decided to focus on people that needed credit repair, people that needed uh, and, uh, uh, to adjust their income, their bills, and so on, just to uh, get into a home. And that's where I focused my attention. And I ended up never, I never advertised. I just got word of mouth Um advertisement and and clients coming in because I was helping people that never thought they could get into a home get into a home and and it was a big deal back then uh, when I first started out my real estate career because of the fact that there were so many minorities in the, the community that didn't realize that they could own a home and they could have a reasonable rate and they could pay less than their rent. They were paying in rent. Yeah. That's what I started out. Yeah. Wow. 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 You know, it's one of the reasons why with the Home Buyers Club, as, as you know, my story is similar in that I was buying my third home last year. And um, if I did not know the real estate and the mortgage business, I'm telling you right now, we would not have gotten into that home. There were too many, uh, you know, end of the road mazes. We were basically forced into in areas. And then I'd say, no, that's not how this goes. It goes this way. Oh, no, that's not allowed. This is what you're supposed to do. And it's the reason why, you know, I've joined forces with you and you've joined forces with me and others to continue to educate people. Because um, even though it was happening back when you started um, and all of the things that we've been through as a community and a world and all the, the fair housing acts and so on and so forth, it's still happening today. Um, one of the things that you say um, in uh, Beyond 2020, in our book, Beyond 2020, you say something that's so profound. You say, I will always be an advocate for entrepreneurship. I believe that is the only way to assure you have employment since you decide your value and you dictate your time. I have always told my children to make sure they have a way to make money, even if no one else will give you a job. Very, very powerful. What advice, Ophelia, would you give others that are considering becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, my first advice 
learn your craft. Um, whether I was a cosmetologist or a realtor, I took every class possible. I learned the science of hair. I learned the details in every aspect of real estate, appraisal, inspections, um, lending. Um, I learned my craft so I could protect my, my business and the people that I was serving. So that would be the first um, bit of advice that I would give. And um, know your resources. Know who's around you, your support system. You know, don't assume that everybody sees your vision the way you see it. Because I was shocked. I thought my ideas were the greatest. They were 100%. And when people gave me resistance, I'm like, you know, really? You don't see things the way I see it? So, you know, understand that everybody does, is not going to have your hustle or see your vision the way you see it. Um, and don't be offended by that. Um, stay on your path, stay true to what you're wanting to do, the vision that you want, and you will be successful. Wow. You know, I often say to people, because, you know, one of the biggest complaints that I hear from folks who are starting their business is my friends and my family. Nobody's supporting me. And I always tell them, first of all, you cannot have a world-class business just off of your friends and family. That's a finite number of people that you know. And if you want a business, you're going to have to go out into the bigger world, the bigger marketplace. And when you look at the bigger world and the bigger marketplace, it doesn't even compare to the small number of people who are technically your friends and family. And your friends and family are not going to turn your, your five-figure business into a six-figure business or your six-figure business into a seven-figure business. And guess what? God didn't give them the vision. He gave it to you. So keep stepping, keep moving. Um, sometimes after you show them, maybe they'll get on board, maybe not. But that is excellent, excellent advice. Let me ask you this, Ophelia. How has the pandemic changed your business and how, you, uh, and how did you navigate those changes? always been you know face to face you know with real estate we're always meeting with people and you know taking and walking through homes and you know meeting with them one-on-one -on -one. and that was everything in my business the, the pandemic totally shut that down um we weren't able to meet in person we had to do virtual tours for um showings and so on um, I've never uh, really gotten into the social media until Wealth University. Um, thank you for that. Um, so social media was something that was very intimidating for me. The pandemic changed that because I had to adjust. I had, I sold homes at this point that I've never even seen. And that was just out out of my realm. I couldn't even imagine that before the pandemic. Um, so, so it has changed me to the point of understanding that social media is needed, you know, being computer savvy, which I was already computer savvy. I just wasn't doing business on the computer the way I am now. So that, and it's a good thing for me. I, I enjoy that. I don't think I'll ever go back to a hundred percent face-to-face meetings. I like Zooms. I, it's very efficient. Yeah. Time, you know, a time saver for sure. Meeting with people and, and working out details on Zooms and, and 
uh, meetings um, while I'm sitting at home is very much efficient for me. So it has changed it in a positive way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the amount of time that you have to spend you know, getting up, getting out of bed, getting ready, putting on clothes, getting in your car, put gas in your car, driving when you have to go, parking, yeah. getting out of the car, going in. Like, come on, all of those things I just said, you haven't even done yeah. the work yet. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a whole, whole lot. And so the efficiencies that we were able to gain during the pandemic and, and what this, you know, really means for me. It, it, it really means that we are sometimes we focus so much on what we lose that we don't realize what we gain. And I'm very grateful for all that we gained during the pandemic. I'm grateful for all that we learned that we did not have and the nuances and the new opportunities that became available as a result. The harvest is here and the time is now. It's your season to win. Let's talk about real estate, real estate, real estate. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I am excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today. Yes, we're talking about living beyond 2020 life and business lessons on thriving amidst the pandemic. And one of the biggest lessons that I learned is don't focus on what you think you lost. Um, pay very close attention to what you may gain. Pay very close attention to the blessings and the opportunities that come with chain with change. And um, like Ophelia, make sure you are ready to pivot. But most importantly, something that you said, Ophelia, thank you so much for being here with us and sharing. You said you learned everything about your craft, You, which means that you are not just an entrepreneur, you're a serial entrepreneur. So <laughs> if, if you, yeah, if you learned about appraisals and uh, mortgage lending, as well as your real estate, that means those are additional streams of income and or streams of opportunity for partnerships to earn income. And so that's one of the things that I want to really, really focus on. And, and I continue uh, to be a voice uh, for getting educated, getting educated. Every time you learn something new, you invest in yourself. Every time you learn something new, you create another opportunity for money to be made. Every time you learn something new, you create another opportunity for a new business uh, to be, uh, you know, uh, produced uh, under your wing and, and then you have the opportunity to fly. So I am definitely an advocate for that. Um, before you go, Ophelia, tell us what what's the most gratifying part of your job? started with clients that just don't realize that they can have the American dream. They can own a home. They can put their, their children in a financial position for the future. When I have somebody the keys and they're in tears because they couldn't believe that they could get a home, that's so gratifying to me. When I know that I have changed somebody's life and they didn't even realize that they could own a home, they could have some stability for their family, you know, they could invest in their future. 
I love that because I love letting folks know that, you know, there is something better out there for you. Don't have to rent. You don't have to be at the mercy of the world when it comes to, you know, controlling your destiny and your future. I see people opening up businesses after they realize that, oh, I do, I can leverage my credit and I can leverage my equity and, you know, just educating people. I, that's the most gratifying part of my job when people get to the end, when they get to the finish line. Yeah. You know, I, what's gratifying for me is be, and it's similar to you. Um, and I always describe it this way because, you know, people say it gets lonely at the top. Uh, meaning when you, uh, when you change, you know, if you grew up a certain way in a certain neighborhood or, uh, if you grew up in poverty and then you get an education and you kind of move to another level of being blessed, it's almost like you, you, yes. you leave people behind. But the truth is for me, I'm always looking to bring people with me and I don't, I don't need to get there first. I could be only, I could be a level three. I could still help some ones. I might not be a 10. And so for me, yes. I love helping people obtain the same, obtain the same blessings or more than I've obtained. Um, I love breaking through and being a success in an area and then telling someone else you can do this too. Um, it, it just, it's a, it's a light that comes on in me that I, I can't even really put fully into words except to say that it is like breath, you know, in my lungs. It is like the reason I live to help other folks be better, do better. And if I can share something that I've done to help them get there, then it is just all, it's all worth it. Um, where can people reach you, Othelia? How can people get in touch with you? My, they can give me a call, but I'm working on my website, so that'll be coming soon. But as of right now, they can reach out to me by phone. That's 719-432-7304. Or my, they can email Mail me at peakviewhomes at gmail.com. That's P-E-A-K-B-I-E-W-H-O-M-E-S at gmail.com. I love it. So that's peakviewhomes at uh, gmail.com. If you are a member of New Wealth University, you will find um, Ophelia uh, as a part of our Diamond membership, and she'll be sharing more information uh, as the days, months, weeks, and years come along. I'm sure if you uh, are headed to either the Prosper Tour or Wealth Fest or any of our business trainings, you will very, very likely see Othelia there at a business training as well. And uh, I am just excited about uh, what all of this is. I think that we certainly, um, I have lost, you know, people during the pandemic. We've all, you know, either experienced loss directly or we know someone who has. And it certainly has given, you know, me and all of us a new appreciation for life, uh, a new appreciation for just being a human in your right mind and being able to get to the next level. And what I want to say to others, uh, I want to say to those who are listening is this, is that folks like Ophelia, this is not an anomaly. Um, She is teaching she is practicing what she pre- she's teaching and preaching and practices what she preaches. And there are so many of us who are uh, on this path to help as many of you get to where it is that you're trying to go. 
And we're still also thriving and striving. So thank you, Ophelia, for your tenacity. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for your consistency, for always showing up. Um, And thank you for what it is that you do for the world. Homeownership is still the foundation for building wealth. uh, And we still have more black and brown people to get into homes. The harvest is here. The time is now. It's your season to win. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Heard any other talk radio lately that sounds anything like this? I didn't think so. You're listening to Unapologetically Progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. So, yes, we're talking about uh, thriving and surviving and building and growing beyond 2020. And anytime we have a conversation about entrepreneurship, uh, I have to bring the serial entrepreneur on uh, my sister, business partner and friend, your legend and icon, MC Light. MC Light, welcome to the roundtable. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Lynn. Yes, yes. So, you know, um, you were a participant or a co-author in uh, our book, Beyond 2020, um, Life and Business Lessons on uh, Surviving Amidst a, on Thriving Amidst a Pandemic. And one of the things that, you know, really stands out for me uh, is, you know, there's a saying um, coming out of this pandemic, you will either be a billionaire, a millionaire or a witness. And although there was lots of... um, unfortunate death and it took a toll on the entire world and it changed us forever. Um, I can't, I would be remiss if I did not share that there were some uh, major blessings uh, that came out of the pandemic as well. And one of them was the expansion of business um, for many people that we uh, work with, that we coach um, students that I teach. And so it was such a refreshing blessing to hear uh, Miss Ophelia Shows, one of our uh, diamond members in New Wealth University, as well as one of the authors in Beyond 2020, talk about her entrepreneurial uh, basic, you know, her journey. And um, you, the thing that stood out to me most about her and, and her message was that she always taught her children to make sure that they could create a job just in case someone didn't want to give them one. And <laughs> when I think about that, of course, I think about you. And your entrepreneurial endeavors, um, you're like a serial entrepreneur, if you will. Talk to us a little bit about what entrepreneurship uh, meant to you during the pandemic and what focus and vision has it given you since, uh, you know, being a part of this pandemic. I can't really say it's over, but what what has it done for you or what what have you seen differently or what have you done differently? Well, I mean... Thank you, first off, for having me on, Dr. Lynn. Uh, I think it's really important that we be able to share these stories in real time and these experiences because out of it becomes uh, wisdom for those who are listening and, and can use the information. So thank you very much for having me on and for doing this show. Uh, I would say what entrepreneurship has always meant to me is a level of freedom and, and for for the part of it that 
doesn't represent freedom that's more or so you know the obligation that we have set up for ourselves is definitely well worth it when you decide to you know get up every morning and strategize and put your plan into action it feels good to know that it's for a business of your own and that that business of your own will go on to benefit you and your heirs and your family and whoever else it is that you decide that it will. I think it puts all of the power in your hands. And that's what I like, you know, from the very early age of taking on rapping. And at that point, I didn't see it as a business, but it has grown um, exponentially. And of course, with joining forces with you, with Lynn Richardson, now all of the uh, businesses within the enterprise are flourishing, and that's because there's order to it all. But during the pandemic, I felt uh, elated that we had already had things in place. And um, after the pan, well, you said we can't say after because we're still going through something. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what this is. They, they have released mandates. You don't wear... Uh, you don't have to wear masks, but people are still getting COVID and people are still getting sick. So I guess it's up to every individual. But to have, to be an entrepreneur of a thriving business, and I, I loved how you made the distinction earlier. It's not surviving, it's thriving. Uh, because surviving could be just barely making it. And who wants a business that's doing that? You want a business that's growing and that's thriving and very affluent and that's what we're in the midst of. So what it's meant to me is, first off, I'm grateful, giving giving all due to uh, God. All my praise is due to God, and I am grateful that he has put us in the position that he has. But with that position now, it's up to us to be able to empower others with information on how it is that they can make themselves stronger and then their businesses stronger. Yes, yes, yes. I think uh, the harvest is here and the time is now. It, it's our season to win. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, The Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat. You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm going to teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to askglenn.org. You know, MC Light, you uh, shared so eloquently um, what it means right now in this season. And you, you spoke about helping others grow their businesses. And of course, your empire has expanded um, tremendously. What does that look like for you when you talk about, because you're involved in so many things, you're curating things with the Kennedy Center, you're working with everybody from uh, Warren Campbell to, you know, um, Remy Ma, you know, and everybody pretty much in between. You're doing a movie. What does that mean for you uh, when you talk about um, helping other entrepreneurs or helping other people expand their businesses? For me, that means actually getting behind uh, the messaging and also the plan and strategy of New Wealth University. Um, and, you know, yes, I am, I am thankful to you know, have an opportunity to work with all of those folks. 
but truly the joy comes from giving and sharing and educating others. And so, you know, you and I, well, you actually have a, um, a business competition, uh, business pitch competition, which I love being a part of. So thank you always for that invitation to come in and help a, uh, a budding business, so a business that may not have even gotten started yet or has started but maybe made a little trips and flips out the gate. Um, I think the business pitch competition that you do is extraordinary, giving an opportunity to those uh, who want to have a business to get on board and to be on board, which means having all of their paperwork together and all of their licenses and all of the things, you know, the registrations of trademarks and things of that nature. Um, Cause it's always great. Uh, and, and this is not to discount those have started, those who have started their businesses incorrectly, but it's always great to start with a fresh new slate. And even if you can't start with a fresh new slate, walking into a business that you're just starting and you already have one that has gone awry or that is janky or you know that you're not doing the best that you can in it. It's always good to have an opportunity to be able to pitch your business and have others feed into it and have others put money behind it and make an investment that is not always monetary but all absolutely could be uh, but could be worth more than gold which is knowledge yeah i am uh extremely excited about it um, i'm excited about our partnership with sigma gamma rho sorority incorporated our partnership with delta sigma theta sorority incorporated uh, i'm excited about our, our partnership with candy burris and her conglomerate of companies, um, our partnership with Hip Hop Sisters Foundation and what we're doing. And um, this is what we are doing to get the message out to the world. You know, I, I talked a lot about starting a home-based business, um, but the, the truth is we want people to have world-class businesses with all of the benefits and protections afforded there too. So uh, the harvest is here and the time is now and it is all of our season to win. KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about. A safe place to go loud. loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580 where hate loses and love wins. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. Let me tell you one thing that we believe in. We believe in collaboration. And I'm so excited about uh, Beyond 2020 Life and Business Lessons on Thriving Amidst a Pandemic. And uh, you may have heard some of these names. If you haven't, you will. But I just want to give a shout out to all of the uh, great uh, business minded women who came together uh, for this uh, project. They were um, anointed and appointed for such a time as this. And um, I would be remiss if I did not. Um, tell you who they are so that uh, you can um, become knowledgeable about what it is that they do. Michelle Sanderson, Angelina Crosby Pagat, Ophelia Scholes, Nikki Cherie, the corporate MC, I love saying that about her, Diane Baldry, 
uh, Andrea Hayden, Dr. Vanessa Dayden-Zine, Virgie Bully, Dr. Katrina Pullum, Attorney Serena Williams, Attorney Michelle Miller, uh, Erica Blair McGrew, Ingrid LaVon Woolfolk, and Attorney Deidre Wood-Stokes. You've heard some of these folks uh, here on the roundtable already. And for those uh, that you have not heard, you will hear. And um, of course, myself, yours truly, Lynn Richardson, and um, the infamous and very well-loved and renowned MC Light. And we came together to write this book to provide a blueprint from different perspectives on how to grow, how to, how to thrive, um, but more importantly, how to pivot. Um, what would be your best advice or maybe, you know, the top two or three things that you would say um, like to someone who not, doesn't just want to grow a business, but wants to thrive in a business and wants that business to be tremendously successful? The first thing that I think of is collaboration, is partnership, because there are people all over who are attempting to do the same thing or attempting to do the thing that uh, goes hand in hand with what it is that you want to do. So say, for instance, I want to start a clothing company. There are a lot of people out there that want to start a clothing company, but may not have the name or notoriety that will add what is needed for the marketing and the promotion of the item. But instead, they know how to draw. They know how to put together the samples or they know how to come up with a name and how to come up with a logo. And, you know, so there's all of these things, all of these uh, tentacles that come off of what is needed for a business. And I'm just number one for collaboration and partnership. And then the next thing that I would want to do is I would get get into some reading. You know, long ago when I started in this business, there were no books that explained uh, mastering and sync licenses and publishing. And now there's all sorts of books, all sorts of information out there. And I think one source of information for business owners, no doubt, is New Wealth University. And I know I keep saying it, but to me, it's such a joy to be involved with someone who actually started it, who who is the founder of New Wealth University, because there's nothing in finance that you cannot find on this platform. And so I would look to educate myself for all of the things that I think I might know. There's a host of other things that I don't. The harvest is here and the time is now. It's your season to win. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Lynn Richardson wants to help you build multiple streams of income and create more passive income for yourself. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable Round on KBLA Round Talk 1580. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. So what is the action of the day and the word of the hour? The action of the day is to get connected, get connected, get connected, and stay connected. Uh, Do not be afraid of new opportunities, new partnerships, new friendships, uh, new opportunities to expand. And I'm also going to share the word of the day that goes along with that, the word of the day is the prayer of Jabez. And 
It's First Chronicles 4 and 10, and it very simply reads, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. If you are working at the grocery store, pray, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. If you are working at the hospital, the police station, uh, if you are on a, uh, a, 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 an assembly line, if you are in a plant, if you are a teacher, educated, doctor, nurse, d- doctor, nurse, lawyer, whatever it is, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. That's what it's all about. It is about being blessed enough to bless others. You know, one of the things that we want when we start a business, we want income. But if you understand that the harvest is here and the time is now, you will know that it is your season to win. I'm also going to say this. Yes, you want income, but more important than income, you want help. And if you want more help, then your job is to help somebody else. Your job is to see somebody else make it. Your job is to pull somebody else through what it is that you have gone through. Your job is to make the pathway a little bit easier, a little bit brighter, and a little bit shorter than the next person. I'm sorry, for the next person than it was for yourself. So as you think about what it is you want to do in business and how you want to grow and how you want to expand, I promise you, if you start to think about what you can do with your skills, your talent, your abilities, your natural gifts, and you start to pray about how to put that to use for other people, oh boy, your harvest is in the making. And it is here right now. And it doesn't matter how much education you have or don't have. It doesn't matter uh, what they did or didn't do. It doesn't matter um, if you messed up you get the opportunity to start all over again. As it relates to the pandemic, my big brother Les Brown says, if you can look up, you can get up. Russell Simmons says, you can't fail until you quit. I stand with them both when I say that the harvest is here and the time is now. And yes, it is your season to win.